All right. The three. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so three CPOs, people, process, principles. Which one's first? Today, today we uh, we actually have a profound movement change in the three CPOs. Uh, <laughs> Sean Cease has conceded to principles first. Let's not get carried away. First of all, first of all, we came up with uh, somehow snuck into uh, forming some kind of corporation about some business down the road or something. And I wanted to make sure that I was uh, I was labeled as the chief people officer. And then we have the chief process officer and the chief principal officer. And then I realized that we must be the uh, three CPOs. So I just wanted to give some, uh, you know, foundation to the uh, to the brand there, the three CPOs. That way we won't end up with any kind of uh, uh, copyright infringement with the Lucas Ranch or anything like that. With 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 that said, I do believe. <laughs> with that said, I do believe that uh, people first is some 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 form of principle. But every time that I try to get in Roger's principal camp, he seems to want to distance himself from me. Well, it's just the, it's the, the problem is the same way that Ryan is arguing for process first. He says, well, everything's a process, therefore process is first. But that's using two different concepts of what a process, what, what he means by process. And when, and when you're saying that, well, people before process is just a principle, you're, you're making the same, the same mistake well, there. Because, because when I'm saying principle, I'm not saying like, everything in the universe is a principle therefore we have to do principles first i'm saying when we when you when you're starting with anything with any any idea but i you know you have you have three choices you can you can build your team you can you can develop the process that everything's going to go through or you can lay out your your principles and the question that we're going through is which of those is the best thing to do first so we, we don't need to plumb the depths of the universe to look for the answer here. We just need to kind of explore which of these three, like if, so, if, if somebody, if somebody's starting a business out there and they, they say, what should I do first? I'm going to tell them, well, let's work on your principles. And Sean's going to tell them, well, let's work on, you know, what you need your people to do. And, and Ryan's going to tell them what the, what the process is going to be, which is very different than, than your attempt to come to my side, which is, which is unacceptable. At least with that argument. There's other arguments that, that we can give that you should bring you over, but I don't think you're going to. I don't think you're going to make it. <laughs> I don't think you're going to make it. Yeah. So so you you made a very I'm on the, bold. I'm on the wrong team. You made, a, <laughs> you, made a very, you made a very bold claim there that uh, I'm defining uh, – process in different ways and and that's let's get back to the fundamental truth uh in any argument is the definition of what we're talking about yeah i'm not the i'm not the philosopher here well, plato look, all, all plato. i'm saying is all, the, only, the, only meant, <laughs> the fourth the fourth po is plato what was, what was we, we can't you, neither of us can make the argument 
the universe is a process, therefore process first. The, the first principles are the first things that existed, therefore principle first. And people come before everything else. And, and the, the, uh, there are no processes, there are no principles, it's just people, therefore people first, and the rest follows. We can't make that argument. Those, those arguments are no good. Okay. In, in so this, let's in this group. So when so yeah. So it, it, I call this out when we when even I did it in one of the older older podcasts. Um, and then I was like, oh crap, that was wrong. And then I'll, I've been calling you out when you do it. So that that's the only point. And Sean just did it when he was trying to come over to my side. So even yeah. though it would increase my numbers, I I'm not allowing it because it would be against. Well, I'm in, I'm all for I'm all for him giving up his position towards the principle side because process always comes first. So then it goes to principles, and you know people can follow, which is what we've we've already led to. You know, in the last couple episodes, we tend to always finish on that notion that people uh, are last after, of course, principles, and if and it starts with uh, with the process first. So process, principles, people like a circle. It's not a triangle. It's not pointy. There it's is continuous. a good argument for for the people first that that, that you know. So because the question is, we're going to sit. You, somebody sit down, and they're going to start a business. And what should they focus on first? Their teams, the the processes that the business is going to fall, or or the the principles of the, of the company. And yeah, and you know, there's a case to be made that yeah, you should work on your team first, and like everything else will follow from from. But that. what's the process for selecting the team? Well, I mean, so, so so if you were process first, you would say come up with a list of items that you want each of the team members to have, and you would. If you have a bad through, process, you would put them through an interview. Make, yeah. You would do this, you would do that, whatever. But the people first one would be something like would be something like, I don't know. You, you just kind of you, you just kind of choose, right? And there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just. <laughs> which just seems crazy right so let's just take that one out of the well, well, i don't know that it's crazy and then, a lot of businesses start that way facebook kind of started like that right it was oh like, no it was, oh, no it was no. a bunch of kids screwing around having fun with their buddies that is a people first not business. not if you not if you watch the movie um and well, the, no, it started with them all screwing around right they were messing around let's do a thing with this yeah we're all having fun together <laughs> Right, and and a lot of businesses start that way. Let's just screw around. We're buddies hanging out, you know. Oh, you know, you know what else? Did you watch that movie Middleman with Luke? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So like the guys who are doing coke at the beginning, and like that's a people first business. Well, <laughs> maybe. When do, we, when, when, when do we get to start doing coke? <laughs> Not on Luke. Uh, uh... So, <laughs> so the, uh, I, I the argument here is, all right, so you're going to sit down and start a business, right? And then, you know, the first thing you say is, all right, the process of starting the business is, you know, what kind of business do we want to be? What are our principles, right? So process to select principles before you set up a whole list of people. So let's go to the middleman um, concept. And I love that this is live on live on LinkedIn this time around, um, <laughs> Drug reference and we're live. Which, which is, you know, their principles <laughs> were, you know, wasn't it to, wasn't it to just like pay for, uh, what were they trying to pay for? I can't remember in the beginning of that. Porn. Porn. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Cause it was like, uh, 
It was like a magazine thing or whatever, right? So no, the guy they're pre- the things, and the guy came up, and they were just messing around, and then the guy came up with a way to accept credit cards on the. Yeah. So, 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 but his principle is like, how do I like, how do I solve the, or the principle? Yeah. Their principles of like the partying and the friendly stuff is like, how do I make it super simple for me to get the things that are taboo or whatever. Right. So like their principles were like, let, let shady people easily buy the things they want to buy without like challenges. Right. So that was like their principle. But that's not how the business started. Right. They were just hanging out partying. And they're like, we're we're business guys, blah, 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 whatever. What are we gonna do, right? So right there, they had chosen. It was the people, right? It was the people first. And I think another way to do it would be a single person, you know, or maybe two people, two people sitting down and just before we do anything, let's do our principles. Or it's before we do anything, let's develop the process of you know of our company or or, or whatever, well, it is, right? So it's just kind of like, what are we sitting? At what point does the business start? Well, I, I think I think the definitions though, it's not so much about how do you, how does something start. It's it's what is the best first three CPO three CPO in order to to actually create a a successful right. enterprise. Yeah, because there's all sorts of ways you can do it. To to the point here, you can have all three. But which one sets you up for the most success? That's a better way to think about this conversation, right? It's not about how it goes because, you know, at some point, there's all sorts of ways to start. But what, where does an organization start to get the traction to be as successful as possible? Is it when they, is it when they have strong process? Is it when they have core principles that everyone subscribes and believes to? Or is it, uh, you know, people talented people that sean sean talks about what actually drives a successful enterprise now that's also subjective because what does success mean right successful enterprise for some may be making a profit and it's lifestyle business and others might be you know never ever making money and going public and being in the s p 500 and still not making money Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, like what is success? Right. Um, that's the question then that comes to, um, I think that's what makes this interesting because your definition of success might be different than someone else's. So, um, and that also might drive what comes first, right? right? Well, that's, so that's, first that's is successful business and which one of the people process principles, process principles, people, whatever the other third one would be, principles, people process, there's all sorts of deviations of that. Uh, which one of those three uh, elements uh, allows that definition of success to, to truly thrive, right? right. So, so, so I'll just say one little thing on that. Is, right, if there is a single objective measure of success, then it would seem to follow that you'd have to choose the one that will get you to that success. If there are multiple types of success then yes there will definitely be one or the other that you'd probably want to choose in order in order to hit hit that measure and i don't think it necessarily matters i mean well i it does sort of matter if there it it would matter in terms of how we conduct the investigation if we think that there are multiple kinds of success then we'd be trying to pair up which of the three p's would 
you know, you, we would need to identify what their measure of success is, and then we would be figuring out, okay, what's the most likely one to choose to get there. But if there's one measure of success, then we have to choose which of the ones should be gone for. Um, and I don't know, do we want to have the discussion of what is not, not only whether there are multiple kinds of success, I, I don't <laughs> think there are multiple kinds of success. I think there's one kind of success. Um, is, is, we, do we want to have that argument? Well, um, well, well, hold on. So let's, let's start there because then you're going in reverse. So to define, so first is successful enterprise within that definition. Now you can't allow that to be too sub subjective, right? You have to get into what is success. So if you can't define success objectively, which may not be possible, right? Success is different for other people. Well, then it's difficult to, you know, base your, your argument with a, uh, any reasonable, uh, position right without those clear definitions right so, so what is success what is so success I, I will i said that i think there is one kind so i will just say mine and then and then we can either attack that or you you guys can list yours and and, and or if you or if you even think there's one i think there is one measure of success and that is uh the person who started the business uh leaves the business with five million dollars and no no less than five million dollars and no more than seven and a half million dollars at 2016 uh values of the dollar that's that's, that's the measure from from the year 2016 yeah if you made more than if you if you exit with more than seven and a half million dollars in 2016 dollars you're a failure and if you exited with less than five million if you exited with less than five million you're a failure that's that's the why why is that the why is that your baseline definition? I'm just I'm really curious as to why we're talking about sixteen dollars valuation. Oh I twenty sixteen because that's when I came up with the, the number and so like it <laughs> would have to change. So like you can adjust for inflation to figure out what that would be in twenty nineteen. But the Well, the, we're in twenty twenty. It sure does keep the conversation going. The like, Wait, I got a question for you. Is is the, is, the, is what you gotta hit. So essentially, you have no process for keeping yourself updated. So <laughs> Four years later. Inflation. So in 2020, we would just have to go do the, the math on what it would be in 2016 dollars. But it, you're not doing in what it would be in today dollars to have to exit to hit that number to have in 10 your Well, let me let me let me give you a lesson lesson number lesson number one on making sure your success is a success if you're defining success in things that were based four years later. The first step in the process would be to get it up to speed. So you have clear and specific metrics for what success looks like now. Well, it's just a simple math problem, and it changes every day. So what I'm saying is in October 30th of 2016, whatever five, $5 million at that day is the successful number. And then we just have to adjust for inflation from that. So and we don't need to sit here and do the math. And I'm, I could have a website that just did a running tally of this is the, that could just do the <laughs> math equation and be like, this is the number today. This is the number today. But we, but you know, let's just assume we did the math and, and whatever that number is right now. I love it. Based on the close of business Q3 2016 <laughs> valuation. Yeah, <laughs> five yeah. to 7.5 million. 7.5 million, a success, or less than five, you're a total failure. Again, no, no, no. Well, based on based on 
the value of the dollar. Well, it's and now Q3 2016. <laughs> so, if you made more than seven and a half million, you were also a failure. If you made less than five million, you were a failure. You have to be in that. Oh, seven out. Yeah. Because yeah. your, so, your, your Goldilocks zone there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, so, so the if you adjust for inflation, it's five point four million, five 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 million four hundred thirty two thousand two hundred seventy nine dollars and eighty nine cents. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but why? So, so I, I mean, you are far out, bro. Far out. Why that range? Can you please define that? Because I, I'm just curious. Gladly. Yeah, I'm curious why that's the case. I'll gladly explain. If you have more than, if you got more than seven and a half million dollars on, on your exit, um, or or if you have more than seven and a half million dollars in your account, the amount of effort required to manage that money, uh, is is like a, 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 you know, the whole point of having all the money is to be able to be completely free to do whatever you want, right? That's that, that's it. And the only way you can do that in a capitalist system is to have a certain amount of dollars. If you have more than $7.5 million, the effort required to manage and maintain that money uh, starts to impinge on your on your freedom as a person. If you have less than five that, that, that amount of money, then you still have to continue making money in order to be able to feel completely unburdened. So that is like and, and is that is that simply is that simply because of the socioeconomic status you sit in for because of your your uh, no. uh, net worth in that state? I don't, I'm really confused as to why no, that no, number. No, no, no. no. So, so, yeah, so, so like if I have if I have seven 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 million six hundred thousand dollars, I it's more difficult for me to manage my money than if I have seven million four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Why that? Why that tipping point? Be, uh, because, um, because, <laughs> because, accept it. Be, because, uh, in order to have made that, there there will have to be things about your character that required you to do something like that. And if you want to hold on to that kind of excess money, which serves no purpose in in your life, then there's something wrong with your character. There's going to be living with you for the rest of your, your for your existence. And if you don't have the five million dollars yet, then you don't have enough in there to be able to live a completely uh, money worry free uh, uh, existence. If you only have four million dollars, you're only pulling in like like three hundred thousand a year in in dividends, and that's not enough to n- completely not worry about about money. And if you need to make more, then you're there's something wrong with you that you need more. Than that amount of money, huh? So we need to fix that person. We need to fix that person. All right. So your definition <laughs> of success is is between five and seven and a half million dollars. Q three closed twenty sixteen. Yeah, Q three closed. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the uh, the poverty. As an exit, the poverty. Yeah, the yeah. poverty and greed scale, right? You got to be a you got to be a three on the poverty scale and a less than a five on the on the greed scale. That's your that's somewhere in there. Yeah. That's your that's your unicorn zone, right? And then and then so in, and so then the point is in order to get there, in order to get there, if you go process first, you, you are liable. You are liable to make way more money than than that amount. So so you end up screwed. And if you do people first, you're likely to make way less than that amount of money, so you're screwed. But if you go principles first, that you're going to land right in that 
That's why. That's why. Principle. Uh, yeah. Because there's no it. there's no such thing as a too crazy and a nine hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. So. Uh, so. So that's the mo- that's the most crazy thing I've ever heard in my life. Although I understand. <laughs> like, you got to be careful. It's it's yeah. I think I think that um, there's some some interesting conversation around the the character piece and like what kind of person you are. And I, I'd like to see the math you run that you ran. It sounds like four years ago. So <laughs> you must have been doing something weird at that time, a late night or something. Yeah. Is, that but, a, is that a spreadsheet or just on a piece of on a pad of paper? Yeah, trust me, I, I have spread I, I have I have I've made math of sales calculators for pretty much anything you could think of. Like, hold on, let me build that out. Check this out. Uh and I've been there before, so. Um, at well, you some know, here's point- here's 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 something I would share with you that uh, in the last few weeks is super 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 interesting, and it just kind of bubbled up to the topic. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry, I cut you off pretty hard there. Well, hold on. Before you change topics, here is this is this going to go to your success definition, or is this something different? You're going to go down a rabbit hole. No, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole, but um, I don't definition of success it depends on what the the i i would i would i would concede again i'll, I'll just i'll just join the uh the, the five to seven million dollar uh <laughs> success success camp it's because i mean that that's a that's a that's a revenue uh you know that's a basis of, you know revenue for of, of uh success you know that's not revenue that's what the the founder has to take no so. no i mean right right that's what that's i mean i, I mean uh, a, mon- a monetary scale of uh, of success, right? Um, Goldilocks. Yeah. yeah, it's Goldilocks. Yeah. I, I as I say, I I own mineral rights in North Dakota. I'm good to go. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, good, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I own so, mineral rights. So my- so what? So what rabbit? What rabbit hole were you trying to go down? When you said it's interesting, you see something. We'll get we'll get back to success definition on my side in a second. But uh, what where are you going to take that? So uh, over the last few weeks of work, talking with uh, you know organizations that have reached out to me that have said, hey, um, perhaps we can work together. Um, after having you know a couple of meetings and conversations with them, all there's there's three and maybe a fourth one, and the number one thing, the number one topic is. Can you write or come up with a brilliant onboarding, um, onboarding, uh, you know, process for new hires? For I mean, you know, that's like the number one thing of all these things these people are doing, and you know, and so process I, first. Yeah, I get it. Yep. Well, that that that's what begs that. So after having the, the when people say, can you can you write an onboarding, you know, uh, program for me? Uh, sure, I could, pro- I could probably do that, but what are we talking about? And then you, you start getting into what, again, what people's idea of uh, success is. Are you bringing in greenhorns from the ground up? And, it, of course, we're talking specifically about sales and SDRs and, and sales development and, and pipeline creation. And, uh, again, we get back to, you know, what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of talent are you looking for? And, of course, it goes, you know, you start getting back to what people's idea of success is and, these founders are saying, well, I don't see why we can't just hire brand new people and train them up. And again, a whole different, a whole different onboarding program. 
based on the quality of the talent. Because if you take somebody who's been doing it for years, they're at a whole different level, right? Versus somebody who is, you know, fresh out of college or is 20 years old or whatever. So you just could get back to the circular thing. Like you say, you automatically just say, oh, that's a process. So you could write an onboarding program that takes somebody from, um, you know, a, a directive method of coaching into an inspirational method into an actual coaching and try to get them to some area of servant leadership, which is then a combination of talent by the coach and talent by the person. But there's these steps that you have to go through and it all depends on the quality of talent, the amount of money they want to spend, and then what the actual goal is. And so far it seems like, hey, if I could just do this for as cheap as possible, that would be great. And then we just run into this thing of like, Okay, that's going to take two or three months. No, I need them ramp now. Okay, so if we go out and get a little bit more, you know, <laughs> more expensive people, you can shortcut that. You know, I think that's interesting. It's very interesting because. Um, so real, real, real quick, my point was the number one thing. How can I help you? Well, it seems like whatever you what you do, if you could write me a onboarding to make this thing a rocket ship, let's do that. And then you start talking about okay, what does that mean? What does define rocket ship? You know. And then you get into this whole circular thing. And I think that when you say define rocket ship, you're back to principles. What are you thinking? You know, and then. <laughs> well, they're definitely not thinking five to 5.4 to whatever, 7.9. <laughs> in some period, in some period of time, in some period of time, three, right? Three years or less. And, and, you know, <laughs> uh, anyway, so they're well, definitely not thinking that. Roger, you, got four, you got four years, right? You mean, no, you know, <laughs> Time is irrelevant. This is okay, this is, so let's not get stuck on 2016, 2020. <laughs> he lives in a wormhole. It's okay. Yeah. He's in event-based uh, jurisprudence. There we yeah. go. <laughs> per, 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 perpetual, doesn't matter, um, whatever the term is. So the, as, long as, it starts with, as long as it starts with a P. As long as it's a P. As long as, as long as it's a P, it's, it flies. So, yeah. so I think that's interesting because um, – you know, process will will help any organization take a greenhorn up or a, a senior person. But then you have, you know, if you have the process, well, it's going to different differ based on uh, the people that you bring in, right? Uh, because you can either, you know, get to a next stage faster or slower, right? There might actually be extra stages in the process um, necessary for getting somebody to the fundamentals. Um, and a cost cost versus investment is always an interesting conversation as well. How much is that going to cost you, your cost center, versus what are you investing in, your profit center, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and folks really struggle with that concept all the time. This idea of that's expensive. <laughs> What's your alternative? <laughs> you either have to make the investment here and wait a longer period of time, you know, a smaller investment over a longer period of time, or you make a bigger investment now that should yield better results. You know, like, is that because people have messed up principles? Yes. Are they? Yes. Yeah. Well, in the, uh, well, in just real quick to put in a little, uh, a little training, a little coaching here. <laughs> or they just don't when, have to do math. When, when somebody ever says that's too expensive, I mean, what's the natural question? What are you saving your money for? No, no. The natural question, the natural, natural question is not even a question. It's a statement. You go, 
I well, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not very good at sale. You're not very good at sale. <laughs> I, I think we're done here. Yeah, you're, you're not gentlemen, very good at it. Gentlemen, thank you for your time. I don't need to not, tell you about, I don't need to tell you about Jesus. Yeah, you're a non-believer. You're not a believer. Why, why waste believer. time on, why waste time on Kabuki? Oh, ka kabuki. <laughs> well, so, but no, so, I mean, that's the real good question is, what well, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to save pennies or dollars or whatever, what do you really? What do you? What are you saving that for? Are you saving it to do it again when this fails? I mean, what the 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 little extra amount of money it takes to invest in something to do it correctly is so is always way less costs way less than the money I would save because I I got one over or I'm a I'm a negotiator. It's in every, you know? it's in it's in everything though. Like you, I, yeah. I'm but about I mean that money. that's the question is what what are you saving that money for? I mean what what do you what, what are you saving for, it for? For Jesus at the pearly gates. It, it comes. It comes in on the the investing side too. Um, hey, we're, we want to take some equity in your company. Uh, how much you want to give up? Well, I only want to give up one percent. And it's like, are, are you kidding? Are you, like, what do you think this is? You, you know. Um, well, I, I'm going to make a, a billion dollar thing, and I got. I have to own it all. And it, it's just like, okay, like your way. You just you, you're trying to make more than seven and a half million dollars. There's something wrong with you, and it's actually that thing that's wrong with you that's going to stop you from getting there because nobody's going to invest in you un under those conditions. Um, and, and, you know, on, on the other side, it's like, well, you know, I'm not, I don't want to pay for this because, you know, it's too much cash right now. It's like, well, is your goal to like maximize your profit for tomorrow? Or are you trying to build a company that you can then exit for $5 million? Cause if you're trying to build a company that's going to exit for $5 million, you know, any amount of cash that's going to increase your revenue so that you can represent this to a buyer and they'll give you, you know, say you own 50% of it. So they'll give you $10 million for that whole company that gets you your five mil, then you're, then you're good to go. Um, so, you know, th yeah, their principles are screwed up because they can't figure out like what's the right thing to target for. And so I'm like $5 million, so, you know, what, what is going to get you to a $5 million exit? It doesn't matter if you have to give up 95% of a $100 million company or keep 50% of a $10 million company. And I would highly suggest just trying to build a $10 million company because that's way easier than trying to build a $100 million company. So like, let's get your head right and figure out where you're going. Like, What's the point of doing this? Is it to have a badass optimized process? Is it to have fun with your buddies? Or is it to make $5 million? You know, it's interesting. <clears throat> it's interesting that number comes up, and I got to talk to you about that afterwards, though, because I was talking one of my one of my connections. Um, we've built a a relationship over the last year or so. Is uh, uh, a VP of venture banking at at a bank, and I was talking to him recently about like when you have deposits in a bank, like at what point do you start getting a lot of um, of the flexibility, right? The positive treatment, and you know. Lo and behold, the magic number was five million bucks. So at five million dollars, <laughs> so there's something there. We got to talk about that. Uh, it just re so so at five million dollars, at, at some point, like all of a sudden you're unlocked. So there's there's a formula there that you're running, and I think that's actually interesting, right? Like, is there like a, a resource that if folks are listening to this, they might understand what the hell your craziness is coming from? Yeah, I'm, because I'm giving I'm giving a, a paper at the uh, it's called like the general consortium of religious research and, 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 and it's on and it's on it's, it's on a way to measure the value of a person without uh supernatural without like god right because you know normally you have god and god you can get the value by just reading the numbers from god but if you know you're an atheist and you don't believe in god well you can't 
obviously read that book that you don't think is there. So you got to figure out some other way to do it. So I came up with a whole way to, to get rid of the value of a statistical life and the uh, quality of life years expected to get rid of those measures in terms of value of a person, which then actually converts it to the $5 billion number. Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but there's got to be some research there that's from the financial institutions that helped you get to that number, yeah? Uh, that's the value of statistical life and the qualities, which are, it's, it's not the financial institutions, really. It's the insurance companies that come up with these numbers because they're the ones who are actually putting cash behind the businesses who are paying the people who are, or the way you're driving your car, right? Like the, they're, they're backing uh -huh. all this stuff into what your premiums are. Um, and <clears throat> so, yeah, you can look at, uh, value of statistical life. You can look at quality of life years. You can, uh, uh, or you can look at um, my my number. Quality of yeah. Quality of life years. Yeah. So like, if you're going in for a for a, an operation, and uh -huh. um, the operation will save you six months on your life, right? Um, but the operation is going to cost you a million dollars, right? Um, what is the quality of those six months of your life worth compared to the value of the life saving procedure? Right. So that that's a quality. So so you would you would uh, you would make a decision about whether to uh, do the operation based on the qualities compared to the cost of uh, executing the operation. And the value of this life is what auditors use when they're um, when they're running all sorts of uh, life insurance calculations. It's deep and depressing, but I want to read it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, these, these, these are standard measures in, uh, in, in medical literature and, and uh, financial, financial. But when, when you get into like, the weeds of it, like you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't come up with this. But it came up recently because why did it come up recently? It, uh, there was something, there was some news that had to do with Trump, whatever. Uh, I was going to say it had to do with the election. It had to sign it. <laughs> Okay, let's not go down that path. Let's not go down that path. We already brought up a couple of topics that are already going to be sensitive anyway. Um, stand, stand, so, down, stand by. So, so this has been this has been. I love that there's a timer on this thing. We're, we're let's land this plane on this episode, right? So, I think I think your definition is absolutely insane um, of of what success looks like. So I'm going to finish with my definition. Um, just so it's defined, and then next time we can continue to you know talk through it, but. To me, a success, a success has to do with um, accomplishing the objectives that were laid out for the purpose of the business in the first place. And so most of the time that is uh, in a, you know, a for-profit organization, we're not talking about nonprofits, is to make a profit, right? So any business that is turning a profit to me in my definition is success, right? So if we're thinking about principles, process people, what are the things that you put in place in order to get to that definition of success and profitable business? Meaning you're paying yourself, you're paying your employees, you're doing all the things you want to be doing with your business and it makes money, doesn't lose money. That's, that's my definition. Making money doesn't need to be 5 million as an exit. It just means that you're paying yourself a reasonable salary as a founder. You're creating jobs. You're you're doing what you would set out to to do, and um, you don't rely on any other source to keep the lights on tomorrow or next week or next quarter. That would be my definition of success for a business, um, because some people want to start a business and don't necessarily want to 
you know, have an exit for 5 million bucks. Maybe they want to have a lifestyle business that pays their bills and creates some, you know, income for others and solves something they're passionate about, a problem that they're passionate about. So that's my definition. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm just going to, I forgot one really important thing. Uh, that, 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 that's really good. I, I would eventually argue that that number gets to 5 million. And, and I forgot one important part about it. The average uh, lifetime earnings of a bachelor's degree holder um, is about 2.3 million. Uh, so five million dollars. Circa, circa sixteen. No, that's today. Twenty sixteen. Oh, wait. So, okay. So you know the math for for today yeah. for the for the average, but you don't know the math for the yeah. the number. Yeah. You need so, you need to get your process right. So 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 it's about it's about two point three mil, and that's enough to have a house, a couple cars, vacations, and send your two kids to private school and die with a zero net worth. And you're, so you're good there. Um, and then double that is is what uh, successful. That that's partially where my thing comes from. Yeah, and you'll be ha- you guys will be happy to hear that mine's not on a monetary thing. The result of my uh, success creates creates basically the conditions to succeed, which is basically that everybody's orientated towards the uh, towards better or becoming the next best version of themselves to the extent they can conceptualize. Perfect. Wonderful. All right. That's For, that's I- very subjective, though. Well, it's a person thing. It, it's a, yeah, but well, how do you get to sub, that? Success is success. You're you're using the definition of success for success. They're saying my definition of success is you're a successful person of yourself. You're a better version of yourself. That's subjective. Well, but, no, but well, that's but no. That's, and you orient and you orientate yourself towards better to the extent you can, that right to the extent that you can conceptualize better. We're all at different places. It's not. Right. It's very it's very simple. We'll have to talk more well, about yeah. it. It's really. <laughs> From well, this view, it's consistent. Even though it seems circular, it's 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 consistent. It, it, it's what all person personalists do. It's uh, yeah. It's, it, it's okay. It's I, well, I mean, the same it, thing. It, like when you when you when you not a circular one. Yeah, when you brought up atheist, my the first question I always have for an atheist is, what what's the definition definition of atheism? That uh, light and darkness are some kind of different color. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or something, something like something like that. You so, know? so Sean's per, per, Sean, Sean's argument there will sound ridiculous to 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 me and 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 Ryan, but but that's kind of the whole point is that all of our arguments sound ridiculous to each other, and so we're trying to figure out. Yeah, how, I get it. How we can coexist. So, so there is a logic there that makes sense. It, I I don't like it, and I know you don't like it, as we shouldn't because we don't believe it. But but there's a logic that makes sense. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Um, as always, Roger, you inspire my brain to think how that crazy is crazy, and it'll only get crazier. And, and Sean, uh, appreciate your uh, your beard. Um, it's definitely better than Roger's, so much more well groomed. So brushing event where we. <laughs> yeah, I'm inspired yeah. by Roger, so I'm going to go straight. Yeah, what is that? The ZZ Top. The ZZ Top. Yeah. Um, Gary Garcia, Mike right. Adelis. <laughs> All right, fellas. All right. Mansion. Till next week. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>